Everybody, welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, February the 17th. On this episode today, we're going to be talking about PSVR 2 reviews that have come out and then some games. Game, I mean, that's what we are a gaming podcast after all. You know what I mean? Wild Heart, been getting some previews and reviews. Destiny 2 is revving up. And PlayStation Plus game catalog, finally, for me personally at least, finally having. A good month. We'll talk about all that here in a second. Word. With me today, you can find him prepping for Destiny over at twitch.tv backslash brown berserker. We have Andrew with us on the podcast today. Yo. What's up? Just rolling over cables on my chair. Nothing much. <laughs> he's hitting that he's hitting that symbol so hard his chair started rolling back. <laughs> my dong gong, you know. How's it going? Excellent. It's pretty, that's been pretty good. Sw- swapping off. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, all I'm playing is Snap. So now we got Hogwarts Legacy, we got Snap, and we're we're doing our Destiny prep for Lightfall Drop. So I'm yep. like, I'm in the same boat, man. I'm in, I'm doing the ex- exact same things. That's what's up. How's <laughs> how's Hogwarts Legacy running now on PC? <laughs> same. <laughs> Okay, so there we we figured out there's some hardware issues on my end, and we've upgraded some things, and it's definitely better. It's night and day. Nice. Uh, yesterday I streamed it. Uh, my sister's a hardcore Hogwarts Potter fan, so she mm-hmm. got to Pot see head. the game played out uh, by myself. So yeah, I'm actually able to enjoy it on higher graphical settings solo. And when I stream it, you know, I just got to bump the settings down a little bit, and people can watch me. So we're having a much better time than we did last week. So nice. So Emily and I went to the, there's a Harry Potter exhibit here in the ATL. Okay. And they basically have, like, they rebuilt a bunch of the sets and they have a bunch of the props for the movies and stuff like that. And you can go in and obviously there's a gift shop. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been playing Hogwarts and then we went to that for Valentine's Day. And so I'm, I'm it's, it's pot time. You know what I mean? It's pothead time at the house and outside the house. <laughs> which i mean if you walk around atlanta it smells like pothead time quite a bit i can because, uh yeah i can only imagine because atlanta but it was really really cool so um i'm i'm i just hit the fall slash autumn season Egg, same literally same like a day uh, ago yeah yeah i woke up like in the common room and i saved it and i hadn't done anything since then so I've been playing, I would say, more casually. I think I'm only putting in maybe like an hour or two a day. Um, it's not of a lack of interest. It's just like, I don't know, I've just been getting just quick hits each day. I haven't really yeah. sat down for like, I don't know, four to six hours just and just soaked it in. But I've been playing it like I played like Breath of the Wild, which is yeah. just like whatever I feel like doing when I get on there. It's okay. Yeah, dude, I my side quest list is ridiculous. Like... I, I I'm kind of in this boat where like, I don't feel like beelining it and I'm just kind of in, like you just said, just enjoying it. So anytime mm-hmm. there's a side quest that pops up, I kind of just do it. You know, I like the writing yeah. and everything. So it's really cool. Just, it's just really cool. I think right now I'm just collecting money. I just need money for things. For my, uh, you're, you're probably selling room. all your like lower, lower level yeah. gear and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And it also took me way too long to figure out the, uh, you can make your character look a certain way. Oh, the uh, transmogging. That, yeah. Yeah. I knew that yeah. was a thing, but I was like, I guess it happens later in the game. And then it took way too long for me to figure that out. Yeah. Like, honestly, there's stuff like that that's not that apparent. I mean, if you're looking at the screen and you put the cursor over, it'll say hit X to do this. But it's mm-hmm. there's little things in the game that I think a lot of people are overlooking that I'm seeing that people are pointing out in YouTube videos and people are like, oh, cool. But, yeah. you know. I think we just need to read more. <laughs> Pay attention I don't want to but... do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> just make menus better. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on your favorite streaming services that include Apple, 
Spotify, Amazon. What what are you streaming wise? What do you stream your podcast and music on? Uh, it's all iTunes for me. iTunes. What a yeah. what a nerd, you know what I mean? I used to be Apple <laughs> Music. I was all, all, up until like three years ago, my whole life I was Apple Music. And then I forgot to pay. I was like, I don't know, a week late on the Apple Music subscription. Okay. So it just took everything off. I don't know if this has been fixed, if it was a bug, or if this is just what happened. But, like, it just took everything off my phone that I had saved and downloaded. So, like, the only thing on my phone was things that I have purchased on iTunes Mm. years ago. Yeah. And so when I renewed the subscription or paid the bill or whatever... It didn't fix it, so I would have to have gone and read and like completely redownloaded everything. Yeah, e- like not just redownloaded it, but like ev- just following everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was no, like, I this is bullcrap, and I was like, yeah. Emily, are, Emily uses Spotify. We'll save money by doing their little two Spotify account deal. I was like, yeah, I'm just do that. If I have to redownload it anyway. So I mean, it's Apple's fault. I'd still be an Apple boy. <laughs> that didn't happen. Gotcha. But, that's funny. But you can catch us all over the place. And you can find us in video form on youtube.com backslash at logon games. And you need to do that because sometimes we do some crazy things, you know. But you won't know that if you don't see us. That's true. I was trying to think of something other clever thing to say but i could see it i could see it yeah (laughs) the wheels were turning but nothing was happening nothing was happening so went straight turtle um i mean you can see my glasses if you go on youtube which is uh, another harry potter thing i guess i ordered the story time again i went to america's best shout out america's best you know not every company is perfect i went there they have like a three-year plan. You like pay one price and you can go in and get contacts and glasses and eye appointments like all you want for the set price. Yeah, yeah. So I went in there because I got glasses, um, but the prescription was all cattywampus. So I had to return them and change the subscription or a prescription. Went there, got the correct prescription. Saw the doctor. The doctor, Andrew, the doctor said to my face. There's nothing wrong with your contact uh, prescription, so we're not going to touch that. <laughs> I said, perfect. Got the glasses in, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I only have one pair of contacts left. I'll go ahead and order some more. Yeah. Put the order in. It, it doesn't work for whatever reason. And then I talk, I do the chat thing online with the chat person. And they were like, oh, we need the specific doctor that you go to. I was like, fine. Here's his name. Here's his number. Here's all the stuff. They're like, awesome, thanks. We'll put it in the system. Two days later, still didn't go through. I'm like, what is the deal? They're like, you need to go to a physical store and get them to print out your prescription and then take a picture and send it to us. I was like, this is way too complicated, but fine. Went there and I walk in there and they're like, oh, your prescription is expired. You have to do another eye appointment. (laughs) I was like, I was here three weeks ago and did this. Yeah, that's... So if, now yeah, I'm just wearing glasses for a while. If they did that three weeks ago, there's nothing that should be expired. Doesn't it last a year, right? It lasts, it's, I don't know. It, at least, it lasts at least a year. I think a it's year, yeah. with them supposed to last three years. Mm, okay. it's not been three years. That's freaking so ridiculous. Wow. But, so I, I have to like schedule an eye appointment. I just hadn't felt like doing it. So it's just going to be glasses for a while. That's just how life's going to be. Your it glasses, sucks, man. It sucks. Are so you a contacts okay. man as well? Okay, no, 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 no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The first time I got my license, story time. The first time I got my <laughs> license, um, when I went to get my driver's license, they were like, "Oh, you need corrective lenses," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, I can see fine." I never got the, I never got the glasses. So I've always known that I needed glasses so I could see far away. You know, make things yep. clear from far. Um, and I just never did it. And then I would say about a year before we moved up north, on a whim, I was just like, let's just go get glasses for fun. 
<laughs> and from that day forward, which was like, I think 2017 to now, I've just wore glasses. Um, uh, it sucks, but I just do it. <laughs> I can, if, if I take these off, I can see fine. I just can't see far. But yeah. if I take these off, I cannot see fine. Or oh, far. dear. Okay. Yeah. yeah my wife is it's, really bad. Problem. Really bad eyesight. Um, I forget what I was saying. Um, we, we, yeah, we, we do a podcast. Find us on YouTube. You can look at our glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow us at Log on Games on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We have a link tree on there. You can go uh, to our Discord and find the YouTube channel and anything else that you want to find. Let's get into some Vigi game action. Review Roundup. This comes from GameSpot.com. Review Roundup for PSVR 2. As the time we're recording this, we record these on Thursdays. The reviews are a coming for the PSVR 2. Um, GameSpot says, I hope that Sony and its partners start thinking outside the box a bit more when it comes to games and commit to supporting the platform long-term in a meaningful way. The excellent hardware deserves as much. If they do, the future PSVR 2 will be exciting. But for now, the excitement is built for the same thing VR has always enticed hopefuls with potential. IGN gives it a 9 out of 10. With top-notch visual quality and immersive tactile sense controllers, PlayStation VR 2 represents a quantum leap over its predecessor, setting the new standard for console VR gaming. And then there's a bunch more. But let me tell you, I've already read some of these, and I'm just going to give you the gist of basically what everybody says. The headset, the controllers itself, 10 out of 10. Looks great. Sounds great. Feels great. Best looking VR headset. This side, the Mississippi. That's all I'm saying. And it better be, because it's expensive. And then they also say, all these games are out everywhere else, and there's like one game that you can play right now, which is Horizon, whatever the Horizon game's called. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, it's cool, but like, this is it. Once you get done with this game, it's same status quo VR stuff. So, seems as though... PlayStation needs to crank out those games. Or you can just go get yourself a MetaQuest or some other VR headset because most of the games are the same everywhere else. Um, Andrew, how are you How are you feeling? Are you enticed at all to get PSVR 2? Are you enticed at all to get any VR? Um, not PSVR. If I ever considered it would be PC, uh, obviously because of the amount of uh, content that's there. Um, the only thing that's enticing about the uh, PSVR 2 is the the clarity, the graphics, yeah. and the uh, the tactile for the controllers. All of that together sounds like amazing, but I, I think that people are, are expecting too much from a launch. And then I think between now and December, I think there's going to be much more things to entice people to get it. Um, I was going to ask, did, did, you, did you not pre-order it? No. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. I um made a, a I guess what you would call an adult decision. Nice. Two, like two days ago. And I was like, I know the, the closer and closer it gets here, I'm going to want to get it. But I just have to not get it. Because of what all these reviews say. Like, it's enticing to me because of the clarity. Because of it being yep. like freaking 4K, 120 hertz. Big old, I mean, all the the technical jargon that makes it just be like, this is like the best VR headset you can get, basically. Yeah. So I was like, man, I really want to play it. Because I do want, I do miss VR quite a bit. Like, I played PSVR 1 a lot and pretty consistently. I mean, there was times, similar to like how I was when I had a Switch, where like, there would, it would I would go months without playing it. But, like, there would always be something that would bring me back to VR. And I enjoyed PSVR 1 quite a bit, but it also was significantly cheaper and had a lot more games. So, like, the thing that, for me personally, that throws me off of getting PSVR 2 at launch is the fact, similar to how PS4 and PS5 was, like, they, the company, the developer themselves if they made a PSVR 1 game, has to do, like, the upgrade for PSVR 2 or it just doesn't work. So, I have a lot of PSVR 1 games. A lot of them. 
And the fact that maybe one or two is going to transfer over to PSVR 2 and the rest of them aren't, is kind of poopy. Yeah, like uh, the, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, is it is it is it is it a tech issue? Like, why why I guess so. Why would it's those games that, not work? I don't I, I don't know. It's just classic PlayStation. You know, what I mean, it's not backwards compatible for whatever reason. Maybe it's extremely difficult, like it was like with PS3 games being mm. backwards compatible. Maybe that's something to do with the processing in it, where they're just like, listen, we could do it, but it's just not worth the time and money it would yeah, yeah. put in. Um, so maybe that's it, or maybe they just didn't feel like doing it so you can rebuy games or whatever. I don't know. But there's a lot of games since I sold PSVR 1 that were like on PlayStation Plus monthly stuff that I was like, oh, sick. This is on, like, I'm going to go ahead and add it to my library so when PSVR 2 comes out, I can play it. Yeah. And now I can't do that. So I'm like, well, this sucks. And then, like, games that I love, like, the top of my list, like Beat Saber, isn't out yet for PSVR 2. They're like, oh, we're making it. We're making our little upgrade thing. So I'm just like, this sucks. And then the other side of me is MetaQuest 2 is like 300 bucks, basically $250 less than this. And you can even find it for cheaper than that on like Facebook Marketplace and stuff if you want like a slightly used one, or sometimes they have newer ones for cheap. So I was like, I could basically spend 250 to $350 less and get a VR headset that's better than PSVR 1 looks wise and it has yeah. the controllers yeah and it's wireless and it's going to oh, have 90 95% that, of the games that's so while we were having this conversation i was like i swear there was this one that was around the 300 price range that was like wireless and it was like a standalone yeah. thing that's the one that i i've been interested in yeah i was talking with a friend on playstation the other day he went to like a super bowl party or something and his the guy that was hosting just got a brand new like MetaQuest 2. And so he's like, after halftime, he's like, I just put that on and that's what I did the whole time. And I was like, why do that? Because I do miss playing VR. But, you know, if I were to get PSVR 2, it would be like, well, I have Horizon. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's like, do I want to play through Resident Evil 8 again just because it's in VR? Or do I want to buy other things because the backwards catalog isn't there yet? And I'll tell you one thing. I'm just, this is, my adult decision was to just not <laughs> and save money for now. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But when Firewall Ultra comes out, so those of you that don't know, this is basically Rainbow Six Siege. They had it on PSVR 1. It was exclusive to PSVR 1. I'm pretty sure Firewall Ultra, which is like Firewall 1.5, um, is also only is a PlayStation exclusive. If it's not, then MetaQuest all day and all night. I'm not even going to think about it anymore. But if it is PSVR exclusive, that's such a fun game. Like that's the besides the when I first played Resident Evil Seven on the PSVR one. Besides that, Firewall is like Firewall is the only multiplayer game. That felt like a multiplayer game. If you know, okay, that's no, cool. I'm stepping in. It was like when you got on there, it was like, oh, I'm talking with other people on my team or coordinating, and seventy five percent of the time, it works <laughs> and feels good. But that seventy five percent of the time was like magical. I was like, man, if we had homies on here, this would be like the best time ever. So, I'm very intrigued and, and waiting. Firewall Ultra is supposed to come out this year. For PSVR 2. So we'll see. I'm just going to wait. That's going to be like my next let's reassess moment when that game. To me, out. like, People, uh, what I don't understand is like we were saying, like, I, I know there's a financial cost to, like, I don't know, update all these games to play on uh, PSVR 2. Like I said, I don't know the tech side of it, the development side of it, whatever. The fact that if that thing was backwards compatible, I think they would have sold way, way more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people that like had been holding out all this time. And I know that price range is pretty steep, but like to walk in to have a catalog that large, that alone, I think would have sold the thing. But yeah, I would have bought it if that was the case. Yeah. Simply because I, I have a back catalog that I can play. Yeah. And I'm sure as time goes on, these 
developers will be like, there's a free upgrade like it like it is for PS4, PS5 stuff now. Like, here's your uh, free upgrade for PSVR 2 or whatever. I know there's some people that are already doing it. And I'm sure there's more to come. So we'll see. I need to go back in my catalog and just look. But when Firewall Ultra comes out, I'll reassess and be like, what's what's the jib here mm-hmm. for stuff going on? Um, but it looks cool. I'll say that much. Maybe they can just send me a review copy. See, all these other people got review copies. Where's ours? It's bullcrap. Freaking racist PlayStation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gotta say, yeah, I gotta say whatever I gotta say to get it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I mean, the bundle that includes Horizon is six hundred dollars. Jesus. Which, if you just buy it and then buy Horizon, it's gonna be six hundred dollars anyway. It's a lot of guacamole. Wait, how, okay, wait. Standalone is it? What five hundred for the console? Five five fifty. Oh, so it, okay, that costs more than a PS five. Yes. Cheese boy. One hundred fifty dollars more than my PS five digital version. Yeah, see, I've got a digital as well. And we've had, we've had like no state of play or showcase to show off this thing and be like, this is why you need to buy it. We've just had blogs and bullcrap. So just, I know I shouldn't look at new it. Thing. Blogs and bullcrap. Oh my God. Yeah. I shouldn't look at it like this, but it's like you're paying for a peripheral that costs more than the actual console that's powering it. Like that's, yeah. that to me is just insane, but I get it. I get why it costs that much and the tech and the clarity yeah. and I, I get it, but like, holy crap for it to cost more than the actual console itself is just ridiculous to me. But, and if you're PlayStation, are you really going to have your first party studios work on a PSVR two game or a PlayStation five game? Exactly. So the support, I mean, you, there's always new teams you can do and they have VR teams from PSVR one, but, and then third party games should look better but like even half-life alex which is like that should have been a day one thing it's still not i think i think they said it's coming but we don't know that for sure so oh let me wait it out a little bit something just popped in my head i think what would be insane is returnal on psvr2 i think that would be trippy just absolutely trippy if that just came to pc i know so maybe that's just what playstation is going to do now it's like the games that they that their first party games that they can make playable in VR two. This this to compensate for, and instead of like getting, doing a brand new PSVR two game as much as they would want, maybe because like Grand Grand Turismo, it's VR two day one. Mm-hmm. You got Resident Evil, so people are doing stuff, but we'll see. Six months from now, I'll probably reassess and see what's going down. We shall see, yeah. If I haven't broken down and just gotten a MetaQuest by then. What what percentage does this thing go or have a Black Friday sale? Zero. Pretty low? Zero percent? Okay. <laughs> but I think like MetaQuest could have a Black Friday sale because they upped their prices $100 last year. So wait, wait, because- you're telling me... In six to seven months, if they don't see their sales going up, you don't see them doing some type of price cut by Black Friday or no. Christmas? No? no? You think they're going to hold their ground and just... Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We might have a PlayStation 5 discount, but mm. not a VR2. Maybe some. Maybe they bundle it together, you know what I mean? Here's okay. the new PlayStation 5 Slim... Bundled with a PSVR two nine hundred eight yeah eight thousand dollars. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, like if you could do it for, yeah, it'd be like eight ninety nine. It'd be something ridiculous. Whatever. Let's talk about something that's not as expensive. <laughs> Just a game. The Wild Hearts review are coming out, and. Uh, Andrew, you're a big monster hunter guy. Yes. Giant, some would say. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the reviews for the most part, again, I would say like eight out of tens. Mm-hmm. Um, the reviews from GameSpot, here are the bullet points here. The good. 
The Kara Kara Curry crafting system is ingrained into combat traversal and co-op and enhances each one. Using Kara Curry is fast-paced and easy to do and synergizes with each weapon type to expand your options. The monsters are varied and challenge, challenge you in rewarding ways. Being able to build in other players' worlds adds a sense of communal spirit. <laughs> the bad. Stuttering and frame rate drops are a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Drastic difficulty spikes can be frustrating. The lock-on system frequently hinders your view by positioning the camera behind objects. The weapon upgrade tree is restrictive when trying to craft weapons with different elemental properties. I'm going to start out here. Have you seen or been watching any Wild Hearts preview stuff? I have. And to me, it didn't look any better than um, Monster Hunter Rise. And my friends were telling me, there's something wrong with your eyes. You're watching the wrong streams. And I just visually was not impressed. I've seen YouTube videos covering the game that make it look really, really good. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have watched various coverage for the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'd say this in the review or not, but my biggest beef with Monster Hunter is that co-op isn't the best. Like it's not easy. It's not as easy as just jumping into the game with your friends and just playing whatever. Usually it's like, well, you do this mission, and then you create a room when you do the mission, and then people can join, and then once the mission's over, it's like, whatever. Or in some past Monster Hunter games, only certain missions were co-op, only certain things were co-op. And that was always poopy to me. Do you know if this game is, like, straight up, let's get in here and get going? I honestly don't know. I mean, the preview videos for it seemed like a drop-in, drop-out situation. See, my experience with Monster Hunter is... There's a social uh, social space. So my friends and I could all just go into the social space and run around. And when somebody posts a mission, we all accept it and we go. And then mm-hmm. when the mission's done, we come back to the social space. So I don't know like what experience I've had that's different than your experience. But to me, I found it very simple uh, personally for I think Monster Hunter World was better in that sense, which is the one I played the most. Mm. The one before that, I think, might have been like the 3DS one. And it was like, oh, you I can't, would, these, these couple missions are, you have to do solo. I'm like, Why yeah, I would I play these. The older stuff was definitely a little bit more complicated than the current stuff for sure. For sure. Reading this, GameSpot says that there are numerous r- ways to play cooperatively, and it's a fairly simple process. Whether you're aiming to party up with friends or join a couple of strangers, you can search for other sessions that are tackling mm-hmm. specific hunts, join a fellow hunter in need, ask for assistance yourself, or create your own party. And the inclusion of crossplay also makes it that much easier to group up with others. You have the opportunity to revive each other too, which makes Wild Hearts multiplayer more approachable than Monster Hunters. Everyone still shares the same pool of three lives, but you're less yeah. likely to die if someone else is around to help you back up. So, how, what are you feeling? Are you are, is this a game that you're going to get and try, or are you not still on the fence? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you for a loop here. Throw me for a loop. I'm actually offended by this game. Oh, I'm going to use that word offended. So I, in, in my, in my group, I'm the guy that likes everything, music, movies, TVs, video games. I love everything. Yeah. I am so appalled by this game of how much they have literally ripped off monster hunter that it, yeah. it literally offends me. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to say something positive. Everybody that knows me also knows that this game's aesthetic is me to a T. The mm-hmm. samurai Japanese, it's it's me to a T. The fact that like besides the building mechanism of the game is the only thing for me that separates it from Monster Hunter. Everything else to me, to me, seems almost like a carbon copy. Like some of the animations on the way the characters move, how they attack with certain swords is very similar yeah. to Monster Hunter. And I, I just, for me, I, I, if you're going to take, if you're going to dabble into that uh, genre, I think you should be a bit more creative, personally. Now, on the flip side, I'm not going to say, like, it doesn't look cool. It does. I've seen some boss fights that are really cool. I've seen some weapons that are really cool. I love its aesthetic. Also, it's 70 bucks. 
Now, yeah. I've only purchased maybe one or two $70 games since that price tag has gone up. This one, I don't know if it's enough for me to spend 70 bucks on, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it is. It does look like a just straight-up carbon copy of Monster Hunter, which I'm not offended, but I am disappointed. <laughs> like, when, when this game was announced and stuff, I was like, I really hope they take what Monster Hunter is and just make it all for me. It was like, I need all the quality of life stuff out the gate. That's mm-hmm. what I need. Um, and I also like some people say, but it's just the way monster hunter is. The action is a little slower. Yes. Than a lot of games. Yes. So in my mind, I was like, I hope they kind of make it more arcadey, more just like straight, stupid arcadey fun with the quality of life fixes. That's what, personally and selfishly i was hoping for and so the fact that this looks like you could just say this is a monster hunter game to somebody and they'd be like yeah yeah so that's what's turned me off but i mean if you want to fight them i'm I'm down i got your back we can go fight them. <laughs> no i i i, I you we'll know storm I, ea this is ea right i hope the you know like obviously there's there's a passionate team behind the creation of this game and you know i hope it succeeds i just like i just wish they were more creative like i said i know it's got that whole building thing and that's pretty neat and all and the monster designs look cool but like come on yeah come on maybe when if they make a second one maybe that's the one they hit their stride i'm waiting for world two monster hunter world World two I, yeah, I'm, I I'm, that's 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 what I'll be holding out for. So, all right, well, let's talk about the superior game. Oh, Destiny Two. I think I know what he's talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, Thursday, as we record, uh, we got a this week at Bungie. Um, it included. How do you say it? Do you say Vidoc? Vidoc? Yeah. So yeah, 10 a.m. They had a, a Vidoc. I think that's how the community says it. Yeah. Yeah, 16 minutes of explaining Lightfall in the new season and stuff. Like a mini documentary uh, focusing yeah. on one piece of content. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to try and hit some of these bullet points. And uh, we'll go from there. So I'm starting down here. Lightfall in the year ahead. Big goals for season 20 and future seasons leading up to the final shape, expanding player, expand player, player's imagination, currency and Ingram changes, which they talked about more last week, basically less currencies, which is good for everybody. 100%. That's That's less confusion for new players. Yep. Um, continuing to cast a wide net when it comes to themes within Destiny 2. Wide net. <laughs> A strand net, some would say. Because after watching that video, strand is basically just like Spider-Man, but it's green. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do For webs. Sure. Let's do webby web stuff. We'll make it green so it's not like a spider's web. And then we'll alter it a little bit. And I was like, you know what? That's pretty cool. New weapon crafting enhancements. Bring challenge back to Destiny. Do you want challenge to be brought back to destiny? I, I want nothing more than the game to be harder. I want nothing more. I want nothing more than to be harder when I'm playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <That's>, <laughs> and uh and challenge would do that. That's all I'll say. Uh increase ability recharge time. Okay, I'm not gonna read all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Actually, I want to say stop here. Did you see the Steel Series headset? Oh yeah, I have seen uh, the the mat, the mouse pad, uh, the mat and the mouse pad is the exact same thing. Uh, you know, the actual mouse and the uh, headset. Yes, yes, I have seen all that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of want the headset a little bit. It's the exact same headset I have now. It's the problem. I've actually got like the uh, the Steel Series uh, mat right in front of me. The uh, the first one, the first one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's cool. Good Just stuff. Get, get this one out. Good stuff. Um, where do you want to start? Lightfall comes out in two weeks. A week and some change. A week uh, and next some next change. week is the last week. Next week is the last week. 
awaken some change, as you said. Um, what's your hype level? Okay, so it's it's always a ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna straight out say that. And what Bungie's good at doing is they put these cool trailers together. They give you little uh, little tidbits here and there. And they keep building it up and building it up and building it up the closer you get to the uh, the actual expansion. Mm-hmm. So obviously 10 out of 10 at my excitement level. The thing that this uh, Vidoc did, the, the one concern I had, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, was we're gonna be we're gonna be in the city. And what I was afraid of was um, our visuals and locales were gonna feel samey. Like a city's yeah. a city, a city's a city, a city's a city. Today they showed like a beach. They showed yeah. like a part of the city that was actually destroyed. They have a part of the city that's still intact. You have Callus's ship. And I'm assuming, please be a brand new ship. Please don't repeat the Leviathan and yeah. put, a, put a paint of coat on it. It's a new ship, please. So the thing that this uh, Vidoc did for me, the one thing for me was they showed a lot of variety in the locale and that's what I was concerned about. And now I'm not concerned about it anymore. So nice. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very happy to know we're going to see a variety in the play spaces that we're going to be uh, visiting. They said the beach sand is made of diamonds. Andrew. Yeah, I did. I did see that. So scoop Ray up a tracing. couple of, scoop, scoop up some of that. You know what I mean? Sell it. <laughs> Give it to the lady, you know? <laughs> That's what we need in Destiny 2 is relationships. I, you know what? I, I'm going to say Ikora. it right here. I, that, it, it wouldn't offend me if they added some type of <laughs> si- romance system in it. Whatever. Sure. Sure. We need, we need romance in Destiny 2. Um, we'll, we'll try real hard to get somebody from Bungie on the podcast. And we'll be like, listen, we're going to talk about Destiny 2. We want to talk about Lightfall. We love the games. Best game ever. Come on here and talk. And the second they get in here, we're going to do nothing but talk about bringing romance to Destiny 2. Yeah, I think Rebecca Black is a game lead on uh, Lightfall. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish. New album. Tell <laughs> baby. Everybody listen to it. Go listen to Rebecca Black's new album. Tell her to come on the podcast. Um, I got excited watching this video as a warlock person. Because remember when we first saw it last year, you and I reacted to the video. Yeah, the warlock super just kind of looked like void, but it grew yeah, green. Basically, and I was basically. like, "That's kind of poopy." But now I see the little things coming out of the ground after, and it starts yeah. chasing people. Yeah, and that made me more happy. I was yeah. like, "All right, it's a little bit different. It's a little different." Strand, it looks cool. I don't think I'll be maining it uh, going into like the day one raid and all that stuff. I think I'm going to stay with what I know. I plan on having a build centered around Strand, but. I'm a void boy until I hit void the grave. Boy. I'm a void boy. So this is the problem that I have, and I can already see that I'm going to have is I mm-hmm. want to obviously use strand quite a bit because it's new, and that's what you do when new things yes. come out. Yes, but if it's like the Witch Queen campaign, we're going to start playing it on hard, and at some point it's going to get really hard, and at that point. It's going to be just be reverting back to what you know. Yeah, exactly. As a warlock, <laughs> exactly. it's going to be like, all right, well, I got to get, I got to use the well, or we're not going to get past exactly this thing. So that could be a problem. I'm saying that that could be a problem. And be like really into strand, and then like, oh, well, I have to switch off of it because this is too hard. And I got to get my builds going. I'll actually say something for people listening that don't play Destiny, um, and maybe Andrew will agree with me on this. Um, a big part of my warlock play specifically, and even the other classes, uh, your grenade is pretty significant, honestly. Yeah. And I have my entire build in Destiny with my warlock is a, a grenade build where uh, my grenade, you know, does this, and I get my grenade energy back faster, so I can spam more grenades. Okay. So I was going to ask you, Andrew, is in the Vidoc they actually talked about how the the whole flipping Spider-Man swinging thing replaces the grenade. So how do you feel about that? Sad. I like, is this like a, I don't know how that function works. Like, do you press and hold something and it removes the grenade or I don't like, I don't understand. I think it's probably like in the, like when you go into your subclass loadout thing. And it's like, oh yeah. 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 Or yep. your thing. You're but right. Yeah. 
and I guess they, they probably play tested this and it just didn't feel right. But like on some grenades, you know, you can hold down the grenade button and it'll that's, do something. That's my jam. You know I mean, yeah. So I feel like they could have done something like that for for this, where it's like, oh, if you hold it down, you flip flap. Yeah. But what if, if you, you tap like, it? It's a grenade. Yeah, like if you held down your melee or something instead of meleeing. But I know that like some like there's a um. The stasis, uh, uh, no, not stasis. The uh, the arc titan. If you hold down the charge, he he pulls it back and then pulls it forward. So I guess that would. Yeah. I guess for maybe stasis, they could have done where you press and hold the melee and it does the the thing. I don't know. And they talked about like oh, they kind of made it like well, you, we don't want you to feel useless without your yeah. grenade when you have this. So they have like yeah, you attach to an enemy and it it grenades basically, but it's like a you're in there. You, well, you grapple them and you explode on them. For the I think part. a way to like reshift your mindset on that is instead of throwing a grenade, you have like scorpions get over yeah. here. Basically, You're, so but that's when that's I a, saw that I was like, "That's great for regular content, but no one's doing that for harder content. For like end no game, one to, yeah. No one wants to throw themselves into the middle yeah. of all these enemies. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, one hundred percent, one hundred percent." But who knows? It may be like, you know, how how Ark is now, where it's just like you can get a build and you're just like, especially like if you're a Titan, like you just get some super tanky build and you're just going in there and wrecking fools. And that's just what you do with Strain. I'm just glad that finally in Destiny I can cast Leviosa and just... That's true. Just tangled enemies up in the air and then just shoot them down, so... Let's talk about the best part about Lightfall. The lowdowns. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. For the record, Monster Hunter has been doing this for God knows how long, okay? Yeah. Thank God we can finally do this in Destiny. And I, I get it. We use this third party um website app called Destiny Item Manager, and you can save loadouts, but the only way for those loadouts to work is you actually have to be in orbit and you have to hit the button and then everything comes to your character. This will be yeah. the first time in Destiny that we can swap on the fly loadouts, which is friggin' insane. Friggin' insane. I'm so excited. My God. Seriously. I'm just ready because my problem at the moment is I've there's like a, a chest piece and a leg piece that I use for two different subclasses. Like I use the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get confused on which they are sometimes. <laughs> Because, like, I'm like, okay, one of them is void, and one of them, and when I switch to, like, one leg, there's, like, one thing I have to change. Um, And then I always get confused on which one that is. So, for love of God, just give me loadouts. All the loadouts. Every single loadout. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say something. I'm, I think I'm going to say something a little controversial here, okay? I'm looking at you, Matthew, and even you, Andrew, okay? So... Dare I say, there are so many changes, honestly, that they've announced coming to Lightfall. I think this is going to be more of a different game, different game. You could call this to me Destiny 3 more than Overwatch could call it Overwatch 2. I mean... Right, we haven't played the game yet. No, so no, no. Know. But but what's what's listed... And what's changing in the game is so significant that this almost looks like a the the most starting point of starting points for anybody jumping in this game. Period. The systems, sure. the currency pullback, how you make builds, uh, like you said, the loadouts, how you uh, you can um, find people I mean, you to could play argue with. You that it's, it's so much changes, so many. That changes. There's there's more content in this Lightfall expansion that there was in between destiny one and destiny two 100 100 no so i actually i got that i got that mentality and that thought because somebody um there's a uh, a destiny youtuber um and he posted about you know is this technically destiny three and it's like the amount of overall changes to the systems and how things work is so dramatic and there's so many of them that it's like almost, almost stepping into a brand new game come life all. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, to defend Overwatch 2 for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest Overwatch 2 change <laughs> is because it's 5v5 and not 6v6, which sounds okay. crazy. Okay. But 
imagine if they're like for destined for for lightfall raid it's a five person raid and not a six person raid i think it would still feel the same it would still feel the same but there would be differences like <laughs> there would be differences you got you got to do some you got to do some tweaking to the old raids if it's only five person raids now you know what i mean gotcha gotcha so they had to do some tweaking Overwatch 2's problem is not the gameplay. It's everything else. It's the Halo problem, but not as bad. I, I only brought Overwatch 2 because I'm talking about like the amount of significant changes to a to impact a game and, yeah. and just comparing those two. And I feel like there's such a stacked list of changes coming to Destiny that's mm-hmm. dramatically changing the game going from but where what, we're at now to life. What if it wasn't as dramatic? But everything was free to play. Then you have Overwatch 2. So Overwatch 2 is completely free. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I'm reading through a different article now. But for the most part, they've covered everything that we've covered. Was there anything else in the video that we didn't cover that you want to cover? No one cares mm. about PvP. Some of the new weapons seem cool. I really like how they sat in a room and they're like, how can we get people to actually use sidearms? And they're like, it, the, the bullet's just home to the enemy. So you don't have any yeah, yeah. look. And they're like, right, there you go. I was like, you know what? I might actually use that sidearm. Okay. So, so here's my, here's my, here's my question for you, Andrew is in the last two seasons, there were two really, really, really good sidearms and you still didn't play with sidearms. No. I also no. probably didn't know that they were good. There was okay, so during the pirate season, they had the volt shot sidearm. It was like a rapid fire, auto fire, volt shot thing. Beautiful, beautiful. And then you had Drang, I think it's called Drang, with incandescent on it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, and, then I have a bone to pick with our Discord group then. <laughs> because I posted a couple days ago, a week ago, or something. I was like, is there any seasonal weapons that are worth like actually getting to use like for end game stuff? that's what i that's the answers i got you're talking to wrong people i was talking you were there don't lie to me i'll bring it up right here live for everyone to see this is my uh, phone case i think yeah but like so when you're talking about like end game stuff i think most of the focus comes to like how are we going to take down a boss and it's as long as people have specific weapons per se when it comes to like trash mobs or regular enemies in the game i don't think it really matters to be honest but yeah yeah and i have like i'm an auto rifle boy even through like the nerfs and stuff like when they nerf auto rifles i'm like i don't care i'm still gonna use auto rifles okay um and so i have my scathe lock and i have my whatever the void secondary one is and they're they're good boys and they're solid and so when it's just like regular random stuff, yeah, or it's like then I'm just gonna use one of those two. By all means, yes, by all means. So when it comes to like seasonal weapons or even new weapons or exotics that come into the game, even if it's good and fun, if I'm not gonna be using it for hard stuff, I just don't care about it. And I know not everybody's that way, but. If it's something I'm like, oh, this gun is basically just a not as good version of this gun. Like, mm. if there was something that involved, oh, I need this type of exotic, I would use that one over this new one or this. I, I get that. A lot of a lot of times with me is if I don't play with a certain archetype, like I don't really use hand cannons that much, or we'll even say sidearms. Same. Yeah. But if those weapons have really cool perks, I'll throw mm-hmm. it in my vault. And if it becomes relevant, I can I can come pull it back out and be like, oh, it's super strong now. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the way I play. Just I do hide I know, like I have a hand cannon that's that I use now for my solar class, but I don't like using it. Gotcha. But it just has good perks and makes everything yeah. explode. It's fine. I'm a we're we're similar. I'm an SMG boy. So when it comes to when it comes to just trash mobs everywhere, just just a fast firing SMG. That's that's my jam. That's my jam. That's its jam. Um, okay. I mean, we could talk about destiny all day and we probably will because, (laughs) um, so it comes out February the 28th. Yes. The 28th. 
which means that I mean, if we did a podcast that Thursday, that was only destiny. That seems like a little much. It only gives us two days. You know what I mean? Oh, that's enough for me, bro. I'll, I'll have I'll have twenty hours in the game before that podcast. <laughs> maybe maybe we make make a pact that like after we beat the campaign, we just do like an extra episode of Lego Games. We just talk about we just like review Lightfall. But you, I mean, we're gonna have the campaign done day one on hard. Yes, I did last time. Well, you, you're better than I. <laughs> I also basically did the whole thing solo last time, and I don't want to do that again. Ooh, dude, Legendary Solo is rough. It was not fun. I did it oh, everything man. solo until That's there rough. was like one boss. I don't remember which one it is. One boss like in the middle that I needed help with, and then the final boss, obviously, I could not do that. Yeah. Other than that, I did everything solo. But it's not fun doing you'll it. Have it. You'll have a beat by Thursday. You will. Probably. Probably. So maybe we'll we'll do an extra episode. Either that sure. weekend or the, before the raid, because we can't be doing it during raid time. Well, I mean, we have technically two weeks before the raid, or a week and some change, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing I want to talk about on this episode, PlayStation Plus game catalog lineup for February. This comes from the PlayStation blog.com, and this is uh, their game catalog. Not the free games in the month, the game catalog, basically their game pass. Uh, oh okay so if you're an extra or a premium playstation plus member this is the new stuff coming to game catalog best month and it's not even close how good of a month this is compared to what they've done in the past horizon forbidden west the new horizon game comes to playstation plus extra and premium game catalog so that's that's a win that's huge the quarry which I have been waiting to play for quite some Very time, waiting for it to go on sale and all that kind of stuff. Now I don't have to. That's coming. Resident Evil 7, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands 3, Tekken 7, Ace Combat 7, Earth Defense Force, Onin, Oninaki, Lost Sphere, I Am Setsuna, The Forgotten City. Those are what's coming. But let's just start with the top here. With Horizon, and I know some of these games are old, whatever. But Horizon, The Quarry, Resident Evil 7, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands 3, Tekken 7. Solid games. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're Solid when you're looking line. at a, a monthly fee for that type of value, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I probably would have never played Horizon unless it came to this. And now, at some point, there will be a, a downtime in games this year. I mean, may try it out just because might, I, i've might heard be it summer graphically we'll is really really good looking yeah yeah so it may just pop looks in beautiful just look at that. but outriders also i played the destiny this, this killer. Was on, the destiny killer that's what they that's what they call it <laughs> i played it on game pass um and let me tell you if you want to play this game if you want a co-op shooter looter shooter gears of war kind of styles um Mixed with something that, you know, you got a bunch of skill tree and abilities and stuff in there. Skip the cutscenes for the first 10 minutes of the game. Okay. Because they're they're real bad. The oh first dear. time I popped this thing in, I stopped playing after the first cutscene. I was like, it's so cringy, I can't even play this game. That's how bad the cutscenes were. And then I was like, you know what? I'll give it another go. I skipped. I was like, I'm just going to skip all the cutscenes. See if the game plays fun. Gameplay. Super fun. And then for some reason, the cutscenes got better as the game went mm. along. But, uh, Borderlands 3, more Borderlands. Yay. Um, Scarlet Nexus, really fun That looks game. cool. Really fun game. Been out for a while. Um, maybe you haven't played Resident Evil 7 for some reason. Now you can. You should. And, and maybe you're a PSVR 2 person. I don't know if Resident Evil 7. I know it's playable on PSVR 1. God knows if it's going to be on PSVR 2 or not. Yeah. But the Quarry and Forbidden West top tier games for a catalog in my opinion so i'm excited for that and i'm hoping this starts the game pass playstation game catalog war you know what's game pass got coming on Fight. what is the Fight. uh what's Fight. what's the Fight. price comparison between the two i can't remember uh playstation plus extra which is what i have which is the middle tier which gets you the game catalog but it doesn't give okay. you like the classic 
game catalog thing or the uh like game previews or whatever okay um i think my guess is 20 i i think it's i'm just gonna look it up and i think game pass is 15 game pass game pass ultimate is 14.99 a month yes Ooh, look at that um playstation plus extra is Seventeen ninety nine a month. Okay, eh, but you can get three months for fifty dollars, and you can get a year for one twenty. I still think, which is what I did. Still think Xbox is stomping them for value for sure. So if you do a so year, far. if you do a year, if you do the annual thing, it ends up being ten dollars a month. Oh shoot! Wow, which is what I've what I did. So. And for Game Pass at the moment, there's only monthly and three months. So, but I assume that's going to change at some point. That's what's up. Um, and then a free free game of the month, Evil Dead, is a free game of the month. Just throwing that out there for this month, and that's a fun time. Four v one, spooky time game. But any final thoughts before we end out this podcast? I, I honestly like I I feel like every time we we come to this segment of the podcast all I can think to myself is what a time to be alive but my god is there so many games to play it's ridiculous like there is it's it's so ridiculous uh pace yourselves don't feel you have to buy everything mm-hmm. like you know get game pass if you want to play a, a crap ton of stuff at once uh but yeah just, yeah, just, I'm in the same boat where it's what like... What a time to be alive. <laughs> from basically like December until now, there was like, it was, I was playing all sorts. Replayed The Division 2 with a friend. Oh, nice. Um, nice. We replayed something else. I forget what it was. Oh, Remnant from the Ashes. We replayed that all the way through. Okay, cool, cool. And now it's like, yeah, Hogwarts, Destiny 2, Marvel Snap. That's all that matters. So that's all, that's all we'll need for quite some time. You know, honestly, though, look, r- regardless of the controversy behind it, like GG to the team that did uh, Legacy, Hogwarts Legacy. They, yeah. I mean, they just, they literally built the Dream Potter game. It's, it's beautiful. So, yeah, GG it's to a, you guys. It's a, it's a beefy, beefy boy. And it's, it's, it's incredible. Records like hotcakes too. Especially, I mean, it's, it's breaking records, sales records and certain things here in the U.S., but in Europe, it's insane. I saw something that was like, uh, it's it sold like eighty seven percent more than last year's high selling game, which was Elden Ring. Jeez, maybe it was fifty seven, but it was it was a lot. It was like, like if this if this tells you anything, I'm literally in the middle of a boss mm-hmm. fight, and this is last week when my performance was really bad. The game was literally pausing for a second and then it would come back to and then I would get attacked and I was still playing the game. I couldn't stop playing it no matter how bad technically it was. It's that good. <laughs> it's that good. No matter how bad it was, it, it's that good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then we're Marvel snapping it still. We're you still know. Marvel snapping it. I, I, got this a, is... I got a new deck that I'm doing now and it's fun. I I am getting destroyed more than I ever have since launch. I I don't know nice. what's happening right now. I'm getting slaughtered. <laughs> you gotta wait like a month so everybody that's high ranked high ranked, and then you my gosh, start mowing people. Uh, I'm getting stomped. I'm almost at ten thousand gold now. Still have nothing to spend it on because I'm waiting. For oh, did you? They had the two bundles that are like two thousand gold. You didn't like them? No. You don't I like don't the Daredevil that bull one? Crap. I mean, it's fine, but it doesn't give me any credits why, or anything why don't you get the mr ne- wait how many how much did you say you have i have almost ten thousand. yeah so you can the mr negative one's eight thousand yeah and it comes with get, uh, collector's tokens but it's bullcrap though it comes with what how many like a thousand which and is enough it, to buy a a, a, a series three card. card sure you get mr negative and you get uh the regular i already currency. have mr negative you get a cool variant 
I would honestly, I would spend that just for the collector's tokens, like just <laughs> straight up. That's that's. <laughs> so the problem is the bundles that they had for the first two months of launch. Even though they were crazy expensive gold and people didn't have a lot of gold by that time, they yeah. were so good. Like Are you talking about twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah, like twelve thousand five hundred credits and stuff like this. And now you're giving me like what? How many credits come in this bullcrap? Like four thousand. Which I could uh, just uh, uh, get. You get three thousand collector's tokens if you buy that bundle. I it, honestly, you know what dude, I have I, pinned right now. If I was you, I'd get that. What, what you do know you what I have pinned right now? What do you have pinned? I'm gonna show it. This Your is own? this is what we're talking about here. This bundle right here. Okay, Mister Mister Andrew right here can can buy this. The credits for me are the number one priority, which I think is part of my problem. Because no, it shouldn't be. Yeah, that shouldn't be <laughs> six six thousand credits. I can get for what, like four thousand gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to spend double that, and what I get is a variant and collector's token stuff, which is great. Feel six thousand, I would do it because so I could get like a good one. See, this is where I but, need to switch your mentality because, like, like I said, you can't just buy collector's tokens anywhere. That's three thousand tokens. But if I get more um, credits, then I can level up my collector score and just get those (laughs) cards anyway. (laughs) It's all perspective. (laughs) Honestly, every four four chests you open in Snap, I think you get 100 credits. 100 credits. Oh, it's cool. It's cool, but that's too expensive for a variant. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I have 200. Wong finally came across. And I don't. I still didn't have Wong, so I was like, "Well, I'm buying that one." Of course. So I got Wong, and now I'm down to 200 collector score. So I'm like, I might as well have this pinned because I'm not gonna buy be able to buy anything anyway right now. And it's just so pretty. It looks cool. I just I can't spend that many collectors tokens on a variant. It's got to be a. It's got to be an actual usable cool card for me. I would. But I teaser would, on because I like it. I like it that much. Teaser on. That's cool. But I'm not gonna have. <laughs> I'm never gonna have that much. Welcome um, to the Marvel Snap Podcast, your snap, weekly the snap, podcast. On- <laughs> the Snapcast. <laughs> I have never bought a variant at all, not even once. Oh, I love it. I'm more excited for that than new cards at this point. Um, and I'm disappointed daily because my variant shop sucks. Once, this is, this is a big <laughs> ask, but once I get like the cards that I want, mm-hmm. then be I'll well. start getting variants. Because there's still like five or six cards that are even like series three. Like I just got Wong. I just we this is February the sixteenth. I know. And I just now got Wong. I know. What bull crap is that? And my collector scores like twenty five hundred. It's not like I'm not doing playing the game. So so the reason I buy variants is because I get tired of looking at the same art. And when I use the same decks all the time, I get tired of it. So I don't like the Killmonger default one. So I got a variant. So it looks cooler now. I, I love the variants. I mean, I got a bunch of pixel ones. I'd love to like trade in. I'd send some, them all uh, to Matthew for real some credits quick. or something. Real yeah. quick. Trade yep. <laughs> but there's still like essential cards like a uh, arrow. Is that her name? I got, I, I purchased her. I had to yeah. purchase her like last week. There's like, I have like four decks that I just need her for. And I don't mm. have her. Yeah. I still don't have silver surfer. Oh, oh wait, that's not true. That's not true. I do have Silver Surfer. Okay. If you got the uh, the uh, season pass for it. But there's that one card that uh, like makes all your cards three cost. I forget what the name of the card is. Oh, uh, make... Bast or something? Something like that. Like, yeah. I would like that if I'm going to do a Silver Surfer deck now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Sorry. Could be mixed besides up. Besides yeah. Wong, there's, there's Wong level cards that I don't have. Like three or four of them. Like, gotcha. And, like. I got Wong and Patriot back to back and it's February. I'm like, why am I just now getting these cards? I felt that way with Patriot and Brood. So So once yeah. I have like the essentials and I'm happy with it, I'm like, I'm, there's cards that are, you know, six thousand credits and that's just the way they're gonna be. The Thanos yeah, yeah. of the world, the Galactuses of the world, the brand new ones that come out. I'm okay with not having those. I just want to have the essential ones and then I'll start getting some variants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. All right, thanks for watching our Snapcast. 
New episodes come out every Friday on wherever you want to listen to us, or you can watch us in video form at youtube.com backslash at logon games. Go over there, get a, a subscribe. We are five subscribers away from 100 subscribers on YouTube. Noise. Come on, people. Which means we're 905 subscribers away from 1,000. So get a thousand of your friends, all subscribe, and that'll that'll do us good. You know what I mean? And everyone has a thousand friends. Come on, it's easy. I mean, it's easy. I do on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> but I probably know twenty of them. That's gonna do it for us. We will be with you all again <laughs> next Friday. See ya. Oh, let's break it. <laughs>